Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beverly Hills 90210, where we talk about, you know, Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> what else? <laughs> It is April 13th, 1995. My name is Mark. With me as always is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you doing, Carol? Hey, what's up? We've had uh, a week here, I suppose. Uh, I'm going to try to keep my sentences short because my beautiful co-host uh-uh. <laughs> no. informed uh-uh. me that I talk too much and too long. Are you serious right now? Oh, yes. Are you serious right now? I, I'm serious <laughs> that you shouldn't be bringing this up on the uh, podcast. Oh, that's that's what I'm serious about. Well, it's a serious episode of 90210, so I figured it required a serious commitment from us to seriously talk about serious things. But okay, fine. So people do do I interrupt him a lot because he seems to think I interrupt a lot, and I think he talks too much. So you know. If I didn't interrupt him, I'd never say anything. That's my theory. Okay. Well, have fun carrying the show. <laughs> You're an ass. All right. So. <laughs> I love you, though. <laughs> 90210. This week, what are we at? Season two, episode two? Yes. Episode two. What was this one called? It was something about the fish. Okay. Oh, what was the name of that fish? Beach blanket fish or something. Yeah. I don't know. But the fish, what was it called? The grunion. Yeah, that sounds like funyun, and it does not sound real. They're delicious. Grunions? Yeah, you ever had, had a grunion? No, I've never had it. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the movie Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. They watch the grunion run as well. Okay. It's a thing, but apparently it's very hard to see. Uh, they, you know, then you never know when they're going to come. They're supposed to be, no pun intended, because it's... Right. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, it's they come up on the beach, and they mate and everything, then they go back in the water, and it can happen any time during the summer, I guess. Okay. Or during certain periods of time, at night, during the summer. And no one knows when. And during uh, this episode, that was supposed to be going on, so everybody's looking for the, the mating grunions. Right. So, Brandon's working at the beach club. And Brenda's still taking her acting classes. From Elvis Presley. <laughs> the whole reason Brandon wants this job is to be able to get his, wh- what kind of Mustang? 67? 1965. 65. Mustang convertible. 1965 Mustang convertible. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I'm sorry, but that seems like a pretty extravagant kind of car. Second production year. You know? Like, why First Why does he need something year. so fancy? I don't know. I, I would... Back... Four years ago, would would it have been an expensive car? I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's certainly a fairly expensive car now. You can get a lot a lot cheaper used cars. I mean, it's basically a classic mm-hmm. at, at this point. Like I said, it's I think it's a second or third production year. Yeah, it is for, a, for Mustang. So it is a classic. It just seems like why would a teenager get a classic car? Well, I mean, everybody, apparently everyone wants classic cars because Dylan's got that classic. Well, Dylan's rich. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
Well, as we find out, maybe the Walshes aren't rich. Right? Yeah. So, okay. So, Brandon's saving up for this car. And he asked his dad at one point if he would be willing to co-sign on a loan Mm -hmm. or give him an advance or whatever so that he could get the car at the beginning of the summer. And his dad says, no, have a good day. Yeah. His dad's like, fuck off, kid. (laughs) So he goes and he's working at the club and he meets this this guy, Jerry Rattinger, which is such a slimy sounding name anyway. Rattinger. Mr. Rattinger, yeah. So he he calls like whether or not the the tennis ball was in mm-hmm. for them, and it's in Mr. Rattinger's favor. Correct. So he's so grateful. He says, "You'll find an envelope of twenties at the front desk for you." <laughs> I think he was joking about that. You think? Yeah. Okay. But he then apparently we find out later um, hires his father. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, he just gets the uh, the account that day. Yep. And yep. you're the one who pointed out that you think that that was related. I don't know. I, the way that the girl, who we haven't talked about yet, uh-huh. reacted to it, it sounded like it was related. But then I think it would maybe that was more the thing that you pointed out later. So the girl. <laughs> There's a waitress named Sandy? Sandra. Sandy. 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 <laughs> she is definitely older than him by a lot. Like she looks like Andrea's age. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> she should be hanging with the uh, Dylan and Andrea. Yeah, exactly. Except and the she, old folks home. Right. Except she actually claims it. So we have no idea how old she is, but she's old. Old enough that as Brenda points out, must be very old because she won't tell him how old she is. Don't you think that don't you think that Andrea is like undercover? Uh, at the school, like like she's trying to write an article or something like that. Twenty one Jump Street. What it's like to be a high school, uh, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's what they did on Twenty One Jump yeah. Street, right? They infiltrated uh, uh, schools and stuff like that to yeah. to to get bus drug dealers or whatever. Could very well be Johnny Depp and what's his name, Richard Grieco. Right. You don't remember Richard Grieco on that I show? do not. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to introduce you to Richard Grieco. I barely remember Johnny Depp. I mean, I know who Johnny Depp is, obviously, but I barely remember him on the show. Oh, he was the that, he was the breakout. So, anyways, he's been flirting all day with Sandy. At one point, they're dancing together, which it took me a minute to realize that, that she worked there, too. Like, Yeah, I thought she was a member. Yeah. So, yeah, he's dancing with her and flirting with her, and she's looking at him like she wants to eat him. Yeah. What? <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Can't you just picture her li- licking her lips? and <laughs> Like, you're good enough to eat. The way she's looking at him. It's wow. a little creepy and predatory. Okay. And his parents... Like she's a big cat or something. Maybe. Like she's like a tiger or like a cougar or a something giant like that. pussy, yeah. Right. His parents are coming to a prospective new member party that evening. Mm-hmm. And um, he greets them, but does not introduce them to Sandy, who's standing right there. And apparently the whole evening happens with several opportunities presenting themselves, and he doesn't introduce her at any of them. Mm-hmm. So she gets very cold and upset with him. So, I don't know. You thought... 
that she was upset because she overheard that Redinger hired his dad. Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was more that she was like, Oh, you know, you you got on his good side and now he's gonna pull all the strings. Like basically like you're being bought mm. kind of thing. I thought that's where it was going, but as you pointed out, it was going in a completely different direction. And like we don't know until the end about the relationship there either, which might have colored the whole exchange. Possibly. So so, yeah, so Brandon really wants his parents to join the beach club for some reason, which, like you said, does not make sense. Right. Because he still gets to hang out there on his day, days off. Yeah, I don't understand how that helps him out. And then the one dude, Jerry Radinger, is like, you know, you can't make connections sitting behind a desk uh, crunching numbers and stuff. Which is true. Your dad should really join the club and make connections. I agree. Yeah, well, we, he can't. Yeah, apparently they can't afford it. Yeah. Which we don't find out till the end of the episode. But, yeah. What do you think? Now, he says, like, since I turned down the promotion. Right. He was like, Brandon, do you remember the season finale when I turned down the promotion? <laughs> so, I guess they didn't fire him. Like, they just let him go back to his old job, which was really nice of them. And let them keep the house. It's so weird. The whole thing is weird. Yeah. Because they never explain it. Yeah. But you all, we always get the impression that they have at least some money. Well, they do. They have some money. They live in Beverly Hills. They have money enough to live in Beverly Hills. But, but do they, they, don't have, have, they don't have to pay for their house. Yeah. But do they have money enough to be, you know, super comfortable? Apparently not. What are they paying him? That's what I want to know. He Basically, they get their, they get their, they're living rent free. Right. Now, I assume they pay utilities or something like that. But they're living rent free. So they have to buy their groceries and gas for their car and stuff. And utilities, like you said, yeah. How much are they paying? Like, like, take rent out of out of the equation for a lot of people working right now, and they'd have a lot extra money, right? So I don't. What are they? they just that he gets the he gets the house, but that that comes out of his salary. It's deducted from his salary or something, or like they're they're taking a you know a bigger like he's not making as much because of that or something. Like I, he's they have to. I mean, maybe they can't afford to join this big beach club. Sure, because it's probably super expensive. But they've got to have some money. Yeah, well, I mean, I think they do have some money. I just, I mean, I don't think that they're, like, clipping coupons. But I don't know. That, that mom looks like she should she could be clipping some coupons. <laughs> she looks like she uh, shops at, uh, like, Payless or something. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. She gets. She buys the kids jeans from Kmart. <laughs> well, I'm sure in Minnesota she did. And you know what? I like Kmart. Midwestern girl here. Kmart's the bomb. You know what else I love about Kmart? Their pudding. In the cafeteria. I don't. I don't remember the pudding. They have um, vanilla pudding, and they have tapioca pudding, and they have chocolate pudding. I like. Their- and they put a little cherry in the middle. Oh, that's cool. I like their it's the only cherry you got anymore. I like. <laughs> What is your problem? Oh, so many things. I like I, I would I would tell you, but I'd talk too long because there's so many of the problems. Mm-hmm. That's right. I I I like I like their grilled cheese sandwiches. Oh, I like their grilled cheese sandwiches too. And their hot dogs. Yes. They have the best hot dogs that I've ever tasted. Oh really? Really? <laughs> Kmart hot dogs all best day long. You, so you lick your lips 
<laughs> like you could eat it, right? Right. When you see those hot dogs. And I eat up those cherries. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. I think the po- I think the point is watch the movie If Looks Could Kill, starring Richard Grieco. So You've never seen that movie, huh? No. He plays like a high school student that turns out to be a spy, or he becomes a spy. He gets mistaken for a spy, so then he's a spy. Okay. And they give him all his spy equipment. It's James Bond, but it's you know he's it's James Bond Junior. <laughs> it's 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 the cartoon show James Bond Junior. Basically. Okay. You don't you don't remember that either, do you? No, I don't. Mm. <laughs> he learned the game from his uncle James. Now he's heir to the name James Bond. Are you serious? James right Bond Junior. <laughs> like, is this a show that actually existed, or yes. are you just messing with it's me? It's a cartoon show. See, those couple of years make a big difference. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Sandy and Brandon. Sandy! So he apologizes to her and somehow gets her to agree to go out on the beach and look for the Grunlings. Grunion. Grunion. Grunions with him. Funions. (laughs) But the next day. Could you imagine if it was looking for the (laughs) Funions? The Funions. The, and the Funyun running was just uh, just meant uh, a, a group of homeless people that had a, a, a hole in their bag of Funyuns oh. as they're walking along the beach. It's just dry, they're just dropping. What? And then the rich people are just pointing and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the Grunion run. Look at the Funyuns run. That's sad. Oh, yeah. Homeless people dropping food. Homeless. <laughs> it's sad. It's the title of our next album. <laughs> Homeless people <laughs> dropping food. <coughs> Sorry. Um, the next day, <laughs> Dylan uh, confronts Brandon about Sandy and tries to warn him off. Says, hey, her heart belongs to Danny Zuko. And you can't. You can't, you can't mess with her. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, finally a reference I get. Uh <laughs> But he doesn't explain. He just says that he thinks she's bad news. Brandon's like, oh, you think she's too old for me? And he says, no, I think that she's not the right person for you. At all. At not all, the yeah. right person at all. And he's like, what, you sleep with her? <laughs> and he's, he he's gets offended by that. And it's like, I, I understand that. I understand that Dylan's trying to help him out, but... Like you said, tell him why. Yeah. Why are you being so coy? Yeah, it's it's really, it is a very mysterious warning. It's almost as if Dylan read the script and realized <laughs> that he can't know it yet. <laughs> so, yeah. So then Brandon really insults him. Like, I'm surprised he didn't punch him. He says uh, something like, oh, did you sleep with her? Something about his sister. He said, he, he said... Oh, you didn't give Brenda that war. Too bad you didn't give Brenda that warning before you got her to bed. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and then he's like, you know, you really broke her heart. And Dylan rightly says, uh, you got that flipped around. Well, why does he think that? And what is she saying about Dylan? I don't know. It's not right. She's spreading rumors. She's making me mad. Brenda, you're making me mad. Oh, she's saying he's got a old looking penis. <laughs> I wonder it's if it's all wrinkly like her face skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Dylan, there's a sail in your crotch. Oh, it's just extra skin. 
Um, Brandon continues to pursue Sandy, despite the warning. Mm-hmm. He rents her a tandem bike. Yeah, it's so weird. It's the weirdest date I've ever heard of. And then they kiss. And that's about it. I mean, it's pretty wholesome. Yeah. Except that she's like 40. Right. <laughs> we have no idea for real. I th- How old do you think she is, if you had to guess? The actress? Or how do how old do I think she's supposed to be Both. portraying? The actress is probably in her late 20s, maybe. Like right. mid to late 20s, okay. I would say. And I, I think she's portraying 30. That's my guess. Okay. Or close to it anyway. Yeah, I'm going 28 on both. I was thinking 25 all the whole show. But the end of it, I'm, I'm going 28. Because she's talking about, oh, I wish that, I wish that, you know, I had your youth and, you know, bright outlook and it's I'm getting older every day and, and time's running out. Maybe 29, maybe thir- <laughs> maybe 30s knocking on the door. Right. And the, she's pending freak out. Yeah. And she's that's why she's doing that. She's like, oh, you know, I'm getting older every day and she's getting closer and closer and and all this stuff. Yeah. That 29 probably makes all, the most sense. Yeah. And she said, I wish I'd known you five years ago when she was 24. If he was 17, she was 24. It's still illegal, but at least it's at least it's not as bad. Well, she doesn't know how old he is either because he didn't tell her. Oh, I thought I thought he did. I thought he said. I thought she knew how old he was. She knows he's in high school. She asked him how old he was, and he said, "However old you want me to be," or something like that. Oh wow! And um, that was it. And then and, she and said then four years old and gave him a brisket cracker. Ew. And I think, the, like, when they kissed, wasn't she asking him something about that then? She, he, Yeah, she did. And he just smiled at her. How old are you? And she, he just smiled, and so then they started making out. Right. Oh. I don't think she cared. Clearly not. <laughs> not. Not enough. Girl was desperate. So, Redinger really likes Brandon. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, like he is up his butt. Oh yeah, no, L- literally. <laughs> I really had concerns as to like in what way, because you know he's going to use him, but in what way is he going to use him? <laughs> right. What did you think he was going to do? I don't know. Like think he was going to try to rape him? No, no, I didn't get that vibe. But I thought he was going to have him do something bad. Drugs. Something. I maybe. thought maybe he made his money in drugs. Or maybe he asked him to get him a 14-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, holy shit. There's a Thai uh, prostitute at the airport, Brandon. Right. Go pick her up. Yeah. She's so, bound and gagged. They have this really long and, in my opinion, inappropriate conversation about Brandon and his father mm-hmm. and the car and the money for the car. Right. Like, this rich dude that you barely know, does, who now is your father's employer... Does not need to hear about how your daddy won't give you money to buy a car. Well, he's not the employer. He's just one of the clients. Whatever. I mean, his he's in a position of power over Brandon's father. In a way, yes. So, I mean, I think it's just wrong because he's like, you want me to talk to him? Like, that would have been terrible. And that'd be embarrassing for his dad, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. But yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, you shouldn't have to work during the summer. You should be able to relax and... This is bullshit, Brandon. I'm going to buy you a fucking car. Basically. And it's like, on one hand, okay, maybe he's a nice guy. Maybe he really does want him to enjoy his summer. Mm. But nobody does any... Like his dad says, there are no free lunches. Oh, yeah. 
So, and then he ends up bringing this car, a nice car. It's a BMW. Yeah. It's a brand new BMW. And Brandon's still working like on the clock. Mm -hmm. But he gets them to bring him out there and he says, oh, drive it up the coast. Like he has enough power there to get him out of actual work. Yeah. He says, why, why don't, cause he, so we didn't, he didn't, we didn't explain this, but he proposes oh, yeah. to Brandon that he come work for him. And he says, I'll pay you. He says he's going to double his salary and he's going to pay them, pay him no matter how many hours he works. He's going to pay him the same amount every week. Right. And he's only going to call him when he needs him. And he's going to, and he gets paid even if he's not working. So basically, he's like salaried. So he says, I'm going to pay you, double, whatever you make a week, I'm going to pay you double that every week. And it doesn't matter if you, you know, some days you might not work at all. And it doesn't matter how much how much you work, you're getting this amount of money every week, no matter what. Which is crazy. Like, it does not make sense. Well, yeah, because like, I, I need someone to run some errands for me and you, <laughs> you need a car. And so I just figured it'd be a perfect marriage and he's going to buy him the car first. Right. He's going to, as an advancement on his salary. But, you know, unfortunately for Brandon, we don't actually get to that point. Right. Because as he's walking away, now Steve has gotten into the car with Brandon. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of weird because he's not in the car later. The guy is walking away and he's like, oh, wait a minute. Crap, can you do me a favor? And he's... he. Asked him to go pick up his wife, mm-hmm. who has had too much sun with her wine, and take her home. Yep. And Which is very different from driving it up the coast, unless they live really far away. Right. And he has stuff to do. Well, I think he, it was implied, take my wife home first, then you can drive up the coast and see how you like the right. car, okay. and then come back. So, the wife is like, oh, hey, you know, what do you think of my husband? Yeah. <laughs> Like, how long have you worked for him? I don't recognize you. And he's like, uh, 15 minutes. What do you think of me? He's like, oh, he's a really nice guy. She's like, you're a fucking moron. <laughs> no, I mean, she does. She's like, you don't have to pretend. Like, she hates him. Why would Brandon hate him? And the, Yeah, exactly. Like, why does she assume? See, that, that's the problem with assuming. She just assumes Brandon knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some people have problems with assuming things. Some people sure do, don't they? You know what they say about assuming? What? <laughs> I'm not going to assume to know the answer. What do they say? It makes an ass out of you and me. Oh, uh, both of us, huh? Both of us. Equally. <laughs> Equally to blame. Okay. Got it. So anyway, he, he um he, he she says to him, "Oh, you're not the first pretty boy he's hired to drive me home." While he fucks some other woman at the club. She does not say it like that, but yeah. Yeah, well, I'm paraphrasing, but yeah. I'm really wondering, though, like, they belong to the club. Doesn't she have friends there? Why does he feel like he can just freely cheat on her there? What makes, what uh, what I also wonder is, she says, you're not the first pretty boy he's hired. Is he, is he assuming that Brandon's going to fuck his wife? Maybe. <laughs> like, hey. It's you- like the secret to my success. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's right. It's it's like, you know, go ahead and take her. You can have sex with, with this one, with my wife here, uh, to satisfy her to and to ease my guilt while I cheat on her with somebody else. Right. 
Yeah, that's that's what I'm really wondering. Hmm. Because what what else would they need to be pretty boys? Uh, that makes sense. Huh. So I think that was her pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what a piece of shit my husband is that gets me going. Right. So Brandon's very upset because mm-hmm. she also mentions that she heard that he's trying to get back together with Sandy. Yeah, Sandy. So Sandy and her husband have a thing. Sand, yeah. Sandy was randomly crying one day, too, so mm-hmm. probably something to do with that. I thought maybe she had mental health problems, and that's what Dylan was talking about. That would make sense. Since Dylan didn't tell us. She did seem to have some problems, honestly. So she's going up there in this like red dress. She's all ready to go up to his cabana. Because they have rooms there at the club, yeah. too. That seems kind of weird and dirty. Like, What do they use them for other than fucking? I'm assuming that's it. Well, gross. I mean, I guess you could do business, maybe take lunch there or something like that. I don't know. I guess. I'm not a member of a country club. I have no clue. So she's going up to the cabana, and Brandon sees her and gives her just a up and down, just really firm talking to. (laughs) Yeah, he's basically, he's like, you're trash. He does Uh, not say that. How dare you uh, tell, when you go up there, to have sex with the, that old man and his gross old balls. <laughs> uh, tell him thanks, but no thanks about the car. That's all I got to say to him. Fuck that guy. And that's all I have to say to you, too. Thanks, but no thanks. And so the the guy, Radinger, he walks out. Like at, he heard him. Oh, yeah. He heard the whole thing. And they just kind of stare at each other. And then we go to a commercial. And then it comes back. He comes back to the club. And... He says, oh, hi, Mr. Ratinger. <laughs> he really <laughs> emphasizes that. And they have this conversation where they're basically, you know, he's like, hey, I'm not doing anything wrong. My conscience is crystal clear. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's really, I, I think it's, uh, it's like a defense mechanism where he's like, it's overcompensation. He's, he really is, feels guilty, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so he says that he didn't do anything wrong, and Brandon's just like, yeah, whatever, and Mm -hmm. storms off. And then his boss wants to see him. Yeah, because maybe he's going to get fired. Yeah. He walks up and asks him, like, am I getting fired? And apparently Redinger asked him to fire him, Mm -hmm. demanded, ordered him to fire him, and he didn't. Yeah, he's like, let him fire me and try to run this place without me in the middle of July. (laughs) Gross old bastard. And then, uh, so Brandon goes to the club, back to the club, and they're having a, the finals of whatever this tennis tournament, and Radinger's in there. It's a weird kind of tennis. It's like small, I think it's paddle tennis is what they called it, yeah. I think. They're small. It's almost like uh, ping pong paddles, but big, a little bit bigger. Right. Like between that and a, a tennis racket size. But he hits the ball, and the guy's like, "It's out." And why? If there, if this is the finals of this, why isn't there a line judge? First of all, to, to tell you when stuff's in or out, there right. should be some kind of line judge. It's a very expensive club; they could afford that. Well, to have one of the one of the off-duty, uh, you know, can't think of the word. People that save people when they're drunk. Oh, lifeguard. Yeah, have an off-duty lifeguard come and be a linesman. But anyway, so he's like, these guys, like, it's out. And Radinger's like, oh, come on, that was in. 
And the one guy goes, Brandon, you see that? Because <laughs> Brandon <laughs> happens to just be standing there right. watching it. Again. Not doing work. He doesn't do work at all in this episode. Right. <laughs> and he says, yeah, I saw it. And Reitinger's like, well, I'll forget it. We'll just, we'll just we'll redo it. Because <laughs> he thinks that everyone is a snake like him. And that since Brandon's mad at him, he's just going to lie and be like, you know, it was out. Fuck this guy. And he's like, no, why? You know, Brandon, what was it? And he was like, it was in. And he says, see, I told you, I, I told you, I call him like I see him. He's, he's going to be honest yep. no matter what. And, you know, he is a Boy Scout. Yeah. And Randinger just kind of looks at him like, you know, like, I think he's feeling a little guilty at this point. Whatever. And then, uh, oh, the last thing is Brenda's thing. Uh, okay. Brenda's storyline was just stupid. Yeah. It, it, luckily, it didn't take up much of the episode. So in her acting class, they're trying to get in touch with their emotions, and she remembers being in a department store as a six-year-old and getting separated from her parents. Now, what I find weird about this is mom went to look at linens, dad went to look at a bowling ball, and she was supposed to stay with Brandon. Who is also six. Exactly. Because they're twins. So it's like, why was Brandon put in charge of her? (laughs) Yeah, and I mean... Oh God, bless the eighties when <laughs> when we grew up, but or the late seventies, I guess maybe. Uh, well, let's see. This is this is only a few years old, so this is probably ninety one. Yeah, when season two came out, and they're supposed to be seventeen, and she was six, so that was eleven years so earlier. So it was the seventies. Yeah, well, seventy nine or eighty. Okay, but God, yeah, God bless that uh, <laughs> that time period because the parents were like, well, they'll be they'll be safe because they're together. <laughs> they're two little kids it's not like it's not like a child molester is gonna walk up and be like oh two for one right <laughs> i don't know if that was before or after um that kid got kidnapped from uh hollywood mall in florida oh wow okay yeah Cause that's yeah. when i think people started paying more attention and like kids just got left in the toy department while their parents shopped yeah that's a sad story yeah so Sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to make it dark. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even going to talk about the stuff I know about that yeah, case. That's no. that's a that's a sad one. So luckily, nothing like that happened to them, as and opposed to all the happy uh, child kid abductions that, that occur. But and uh, Brenda apparently went to play on the escalator mm-hmm. and was having a blast, but she th- only remembered being super sad, right? Because and afraid because she only remembers like once her parents found her and were freaking out yeah but she's trying to reconnect with that that feeling of being afraid not remembering that she was actually happy yeah and and then she remembers and she shares that gripping story with her acting class (laughs) (laughs) and then she's like okay now i can go to the beach now i can relax I've, i've done it yeah I've, I've got in touch with my emotions because I remembered that one time in my life I was happy. Because <laughs> she was avoiding the beach because she was avoiding Dylan. Yeah. So, yeah. So then the end, episode ends with all of them going out on the beach to look for the grunions. Yeah, to watch these fish fuck. <laughs> and her and Dylan are like, oh, it is nice hanging out with you. Mm-hmm. We'll just be really good friends. How long do you think it'll be before they fuck? One episode, three. I give it three at most. I was gonna say three is pro- three, two or three. Okay. Because next episode will probably deal with something else, and then they'll come back to Dylan and 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 Brenda, 
But yeah, uh, as we know from the current season of 90210 that's out, they were together and then they broke up again. Right. And now it looks like maybe they're getting back. They're going to get back together. Yeah. I don't know. We'll maybe. see. When we, when we catch back up. Um, that's about it, though. Yeah. That is. What do you want the over under to be on this? I really want to make a bet. The over under to be on when they're going to, yeah. to have sex again. Yeah. I, I'll put the over under on three episodes. So you got to go over three or under three. No. I'll put the over under on three and a half episodes. That way there's no tie. So if you do three, it's under three and a half. If you do four, that's over three and a half. So that's the three and four is the dividing line. So the over under is three and a half episodes. Okay. Well, I'm uh, okay. So that's your vote is three and a half. No, no, no. Oh, oh, what? Oh, okay, you don't know what over under means. <laughs> what over under means is you set the line. You set what the over under is going to be, and then you can either say I'm going to go under, meaning any episode uh, between now and three episodes from now. So I guess this was episode two. So we'll do episode three, four, five. That's the under. The over is. Uh, Episode six or later, like into infinity, basically. Okay. So, so so that's the over under three and a half episodes from now, the next three and a half episodes. So you can say sooner than three and a half episodes or later than three and a half episodes later. Oh, (laughs) well, you were, you were all like, oh, it's definitely going to be sooner. And and you want to bet. And now you're like later. Because you know that you you know that later you've got an infinite number of more chances to be right. Yep. Well, that's I'm un- smart like that. That's unfair. Fine, I'll do it. No, no, I'll, do it. I'll take the under. I'll take the under. <laughs> Our usual uh, terms. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> Well, then we'll, we'll let you know. Oh, my God. I have another cigarette. Jeez. Have a good... Yeah. You want, to take, you want me to take it home? You want me to take it home today? Uh-huh. All right. Your, your microphone's getting shut off. Jesus Christ. We're going to have to have uh, a soundproof booth just for your coughing. Holy God. Oh my, where's your inhaler? She's turning purple. What the hell? <laughs> All right, so that's our episode for the week. Tune in next week to, I don't know, listen to another episode. Uh, guess what, what episode we're going to watch? The next episode. Season two, episode three. So listen to that, and uh, we'll see you next time. You can write to us, latefee1994 at AOL.com. We check it when we feel like it. <laughs> uh, but right in, yes. Do I talk too much? Let us know. Or do I interrupt too much? Yeah, well, you don't interrupt on the show, really. And interrupting on the show is, you're supposed to interrupt on the show. That's what it is. What? You've encouraged me to interrupt on the show, and I've carried your entire person away. Oh, I don't know if they could hear anything you said or not. <laughs> but that is, yeah, that's probably the case, that uh, I've encouraged you to interrupt on the show. And it's encroached. On our personal lives. 
in a horrible way. <laughs> okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> Bye.